This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field. Going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run. Makes the play. Oh, flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left. Really deep. Damn. Oh, my goodness. What a shot by Aaron Judge. to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. Oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees in Nick's analysis. Episode 141 of the podcast. Uh, it's been a little bit, guys, since we've recorded. Um, you know, I've been busy. I've had some things going on personally in my life that I've been dealing with. Uh, but I've been on vacation in uh, the last couple of days, so I've not really been able to record. But we do have a good episode for you tonight. We've got... Um, we had a guest join the show again. My good buddy, my cousin, you know, my, uh, my Yankee, um, what's the word I'm looking for? My, my Yankee, uh, I guess compadre, I don't know, my Yankee guy, my Yankee buddy, uh, Matt Carbone who joined the show and we, we, uh, we shot the shit, man. We, we just talked Yanks for a little now before we get to that, which is going to be in a little second, I do want to warn you, um, the audio was a little choppy, kind of sounded like it was recorded underwater. You know, it sounded like I recorded with a, a fucking potato. Um, being that we were in the car doing this recording without my usual equipment driving on, on I-78 on the highway. So it wasn't the, uh, the greatest of quality when it comes to the sound. And plus, we couldn't actually record the video version of the podcast. Um, since we were he was driving and, and you know it's kind of difficult to do, but so we wanted to stay safe. But you're going to hear the audio tonight. Uh, it's just going to be an audio format of the podcast, and um, yeah, it's not the greatest of sound quality. But I did listen back a couple of times, and it's enough to where you can still, hopefully, hopefully you can still um, still enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I've been pretty busy. You know, I've been back and forth, uh, between here where I live in Jersey, um, down at the, on the East coast, um, over on the East coast, I've been, uh, heading down to the Jersey shore, which is about an hour from me. Um, the last couple of weeks I've been back and forth between home and the Jersey shore at a relative's place. And, uh, it's been good. So I've been staying busy, you know, that way. And, uh, so that's where I've been, you know, kind of why I've not been able to record much and I've been taking a break from the podcast, but guys, we are back. Um, it's, it's about to be the regular season for baseball. The Yankees are back. Let's get hype. Let's get excited. You know, a lot's going on. It's going to be exciting. I'm actually, as I am recording this, um, the first part of the show episode 141 tonight. The first part of it is as I'm recording the first part here, I am watching the, uh, sorry, it took forever for me to get that out. Um, I'm watching the Yankees spring training Yankees Mets game, the second one. So it is a Sunday night as I speak. Um, so I'm watching that second spring training game, I believe July 19th on a Sunday as I speak. But the, um, the second part of this podcast where I talked with Matt, um, about the Yankees and everything that's going to you know, be talked about this season regarding coronavirus and how that's going to impact everything. We talked about that. That that was recorded 
um, a couple of days prior to tonight, Sunday, July 19th. That was recorded on Thursday. So it was a few days ago um, where we recorded that episode. Um, so it's not the most up to date, but um, it's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's up to date enough to where you can still give it a listen. And um, again, it was a little, the audio wasn't great. I, I tried my best to um, kind of make it sound quality somewhat, but it is what it is. It's kind of difficult to do when you're in the car driving on I-78. So hope you guys enjoy it. That's really been much. That's really been all. I can't talk tonight. Jesus fuck. Um, that's really been all though. I mean, I've not been up to much other than being on vacation. And so I got my bank card, my, my debit, and I've been, I've been on DraftKings a little too much. Probably shouldn't be betting on MMA shit when I don't know much about it, but I'm excited to start the baseball season now because not only can I watch the games, blog about them and podcast about them, but now I'm I might play some bets here and there to make it even more interesting, especially in a season like this one where you figure why the fuck not. So that's been something I've been up to new to sports gambling. That's going to be interesting. I'm sure that'll, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure that won't stress me out at all, but, um, Hey, it's, it's, uh, DraftKings is fun. You know, haven't, haven't struck gold yet, but I'm hoping to when I, uh, start betting on things I know, you know, so hopefully the Yankees can give you some luck there, but, um, guys, there's not much else to say. I, we might as well get right into it, uh, with me and Matt again, where we just talked about baseball, coronavirus, the Yankees and everything like that. And, um, again, no script, obviously being that we were in the car driving, we just shot the shit, man. We just talked off the top of our heads about everything. And, um, I hope you guys enjoy it. You know, again, one more time, audio is not great, and uh, it is a audio format tonight of the podcast, so there is no video. But for episode 141, though, guys, before we do get into that second part of the show, um, let's just start with the, um, let's finish up the first part with the NYY, NYK question of the day, because we haven't done that in a while since we haven't recorded or published an episode in a bit, so... Last time out, if you can remember, in episode 140, uh, I asked you that last season, the Yankees set the record for the most consecutive games with the home run. Boys crack. How many games was that, and how many total home runs were hit? So once again, last season, the Yankees set the record for the most consecutive games hitting a home run. How many games was that, and how many total home runs were hit during that span? So it was a two-parter, um, and that was uh, the answer to that question is 31 games it lasted, hit a home run, at least one home run for 31 consecutive games, and it was a total of 57 home runs they hit during that span. So actually, ironically enough, being that they're playing the Mets tonight, it was the Mets who ended that streak, if I can remember correctly. Um, but tonight's question of the day, um, this time around, we're asking you, let's see what I got. I have, okay, so obviously being that we're doing another Yankees episode, it's going to be a Yankees question. Um, so two Yankees led the team in hit-by-pitch last season with nine apiece. Who were they? That's it. Two Yankees led the team last season in getting hit by a pitch. Who were they? So there was two. Name them both. Um, again, message me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or comment on the post when I put the podcast up and let me know the answer guys. Thank you so much. I think that's, that's really going to be it. You know, we're just going to dive into the show tonight and um, yeah, we, we, uh, we don't have us. We don't have much else to say. Let's just uh, get right into the episode with Matt Carbone. Again, this is my cousin, my Yankee buddy, um, guy who I've been to plenty of games with over the years. And um, Aaron judge just hit his second home run in uh of the game tonight. Wow. He hit one yesterday and he hit two tonight. I'm telling you, I I have a feeling if hoping he can play fucking 60 games. Um, if he's healthy, he might lead the league this year in homers. And obviously being that it's an abrupt season, it's a shortened season. That's probably going to be somewhere 25 plus that might be stretching it. But yeah, no, I think that's about, that's going to lead the league. And I think Aaron judge has definitely has that, uh, obviously has that potential being that we've seen what he can do when he is healthy. Um, but damn, this dude is mashing tonight. I believe judge hit two tonight. Gary hit one 
And um, Luke Voigt also hit a homer, I believe. So the Yankees are doing well so far in this little summer training. Um, so they've got three spring training games. They won last night. They're about to win, considering they don't blow this 5 nothing six-inning lead tonight. Then they've got the Phillies tomorrow night to wrap up their summer training. And then they begin the regular season on the 23rd, which I believe is Thursday. So I'm so excited, guys. I need the Yankees right now, especially with, especially just, I, I need a distraction and I need to get back to my routine really and uh, be watching the Yankees every day. You know, I'm so excited. I do wish there were fans allowed in the stands, but obviously we know it's going to be different, um, at least to start the season. Hopefully, eventually we can kind of um, get somewhat of a crowd in there, whether it be a limited crowd, a spaced apart crowd, but. Guys, I'm, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. So let's get to the episode without wasting any more of your time. I know I bullshitted for a while here in, in part one of the episode of 141. But um, let's get to me and uh, let's get to Matt and I's conversation about the Yanks. Um, be right back. And we'll, as soon as we get back from break, we'll uh, we'll get right to that. Right back. Hey fellas, really quick before we continue with the show, I just want to remind you, if you haven't yet subscribed to BD4, be sure to do so right now. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. All right, so I'm here with my cousin, Matt Carbone, who is the guy that I usually go to all these games with. Um, tons of regular season games, but mostly playoff games because we save it for the best. Uh, the dude I went to fucking Cleveland with for ALDS game five in 2017. Matt, thanks for coming on, man. What's going on? I'm, I'm honored, excited. First Hi. time on the cast with big man Burt. I've been trying to get you on for a little bit, but um, obviously there's not much going on. We're starting to pick up speed here with baseball coming back, hopefully soon. And, and you know, they're saying the end of July will be the start of the regular season. Um, I don't know if you think that's a good idea. Do you think it's going to work out? Are you nervous? I tell you, it's like it's it's such a it's such like a bittersweet thing. It's like I don't think anybody. Would ever thought that you know the, the unfortunate situation that we're in as a country right now was going to last this long? Obviously, you know we were like about oh, two months, three months. You know, mid June, hopefully back. Beginning of July, we're hopefully back, full back in the swing of things. And it's like, and it's not even there yet. Um, obviously, you know me, huge baseball guy, huge football guy, Yankees, Giants, all day long. But I mean, I I would love for it to come back, but there's obviously like you want you want it to be done in the safest way possible. But, I mean, there's so many different ways to look at it. Like, for the, uh, even though these professional athletes make millions of dollars, like, you know, they're, they're still going to work like everybody else. Like, for their mental, you know, sanity, for their clarity day to day, like, that's, you know, that's what they do. So, for them to be in there, it's, it's good for them as not just, obviously, as baseball players and, like, and for the money in their pocket, but for just as human beings because that's what they, that's what they know and that's what they love. Just like anybody who you know might might own a restaurant, like that's their passion. Like they want to wake up every day and go and go prep the food for the restaurant. Somebody who's a you know an accountant, you know, yeah. They want to wake up every day and go do what the, what they enjoy doing there to make their living for you know to provide for their families and you know you know kind of uh, live their American dream. Yeah, um, it's very. It's not going to obviously. It's not going to be a traditional season but i have a feeling like throughout this season we're going to be going back and forth. we're not going to be getting like i feel like players are going to be on and off the 
DL or whatever it's called with the virus and shit. Like already, there's already been so many players around the league, and even on the Yankees, like three or four players have already caught this thing. So I feel like that's just going to be a recurring thing all year. We're just going to have to kind of deal with not getting a some teams not having their full roster all the time. So I guess the Yankees are used to that shit being that they're always hurt. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be so different, so different from the norm. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's a really good point. Like, talk about like we know we know the Yankees have had like yeah. a uh, you know a unfortunately strong relationship with DL over the last few years with you know a few key guys. But you know, that brings in a whole new thing like the DL for coronavirus players, and also like you know these guys aren't in the in their regular swing of things. Who knows how their bodies are going to react to this little change? Like, obviously, rest is really good. You know, professional athletes are always like putting their bodies through the ringer and like their seasons are longer than, than, you know, any other form of, of the sport. Uh, so who knows, maybe, maybe we'll see less actual injuries on the DL. And, you know, unfortunately I'm sure we're going to see a little bit of, you know, coronavirus action on the, on the DL. Yeah. Uh, obviously with less, but only 60 games, you know, it's a smaller window, and baseball is obviously a game of streaks. It's like a, it's a you True. can get hot and cold at any time. So I have a feeling, you know, the Yankees they have their slow starts. So I'm just hoping that they don't really waste time out of the gate this year. Now maybe that was a factor of like weather and shit, um, but I don't know. I'm hoping that they can get going right away because there's only a little bit amount of games this season. And you know, there could be teams that don't usually make the postseason, making the postseason, and vice versa. So that that, that also is going to be very interesting to see how this whole thing shapes up. Yeah, that's a strong that's a strong point. And like the game of baseball, like obviously with like there's different rules they've thrown around, like with the pitch clock. The, you know, obviously this new one this year, extra innings, start a guy on base. Yeah. Um, you know that shit sucks. Little thing. Yeah, I'm not. You know, obviously. We're not fans of that because we love the game. We love like yeah. playing a game. You want to you want to milk everything out of every last inning that you have. Yeah. Um, so like, I, and I, I see where they're going with like you know they want to speed up the game. They want to you know keep people interested. But I mean it's you know it's America's greatest pastime for a reason because you know they're really it's like if it ain't broke don't fix it. Um, but it should be interesting because it's gonna it's gonna provide you know you might see some different strategies too out of out of these teams like. In the last couple of years, like, and the Yankees have really adopted it with Chad Green and with the starter mentality where he comes in for one or two innings. And then from there, it's like middle relief guys. And then, then you get to your, your you know, regular seven, eight, nine inning guys. You know, who knows? Maybe you'll see, maybe you see more pitchers go complete games because they know that they can, they can push it a little bit more because they're not going to, they're not going to start 25, 30 games. So I think, uh, I feel like I feel like I'm going to predict this. It might be bold, but I feel like we're going to see a little, some more some perfect games this year. I feel like there haven't been too many perfect games in a while, but I could see that happen. Hopefully from hopefully from Garrett Cole. Yeah, I definitely see complete games happening um, because it's less uh, wear and tear, I guess, on the arm this year, and um, especially as the season goes on. Once you know pitchers start warming up with with less spring training, it's going to be slow out of the gate. But yeah, eventually, you know, with with it's not I mean, going to be those 200 inning seasons. Obviously, you know you're a pitcher. Yeah. You know I'm the guy behind the plate in our you know in our you know most recent yeah uh, in baseball endeavor or a little uh, <laughs> amateur league. So like you were you were just a pitcher, but so like think of like if this is you if you're going into the season like you're like oh you know say you know compare it to like make it realistic like say like when you were in high school you would start eight games you knew you were going to start like eight to eight to ten games. Now it's cut in half. If you're like, okay, I know I'm, I know I'm going to start four to only four to six games. Like, what's your mentality going in? Are you like, are you like nervous to, you know, or are you like, are you going to try and like push it out the gate and like let it go? And like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What I are you? What, what are your? No, I, I, I would you be, approach it. I would be that. I'm always intense when I'm out there, but if I knew that I was getting less time, yeah, I would definitely put more. Um, I guess use my, I don't know, try to stretch my uh, stamina out, I guess, and try to pitch as long as possible with less time. Get the best out of my myself. Um, I, th- I hope Garrett Cole. Uh, Garrett Cole seems like he's the pitcher 
that's just so intense like that. And I think he's going to kill it um, this I year. I like it because it seems like he's got also got like a bit of a switch to him. Like, yeah. He seems like he's probably a good clubhouse guy. Like he's, you know, he's a good, good teammate. Like he has good rapport um, with everybody, you know, on, on the team. And he's not like a, he's not like a, uh, you know, high in team guy, I think. And he's like the straw that stirs the drink. You know, he's ain't, he ain't all like Reggie Jackson personality. But I think, uh, but yeah, when he's on the bump, he's like, he's locked in. He's got that laser focus. And yeah, that's, that's huge. Having to be able to be loose. At, like, like CC was like that. CC was always loose. You know, you can see him joking around. Even, even, you know, the, you know, potential probably greatest Yankee captain all time, Derek Jeter. Like, they used to talk about, like, when he was on the, like, they hated when he got an off day because he was, like, on the bench just, like, <laughs> being an absolute, like, goofball. And, like, but when he's on the field, he's locked and loaded. Like, he's got that, he's got that eye of the tiger mentality. Yeah. I'm very curious on the flip side to see how some of our power hitters will do because I know we've got a lot of streaky type of guys where, like, like which guys? Like, Stanton or Sanchez could hit 400 for a week and then the next week they'll hit. You know, a buck twenty. So with sixty games, a smaller window, they could either catch a really, really hot season or a really cold season. Being that you know, it's less time to well, to streak. True, and they're going to catch like you don't know. You know, they're going to catch less time. Like it's, it's talking Gary. Like obviously being yeah. a catcher, like it takes a toll on you. So yeah, he's got to yeah. be he's got to be a little, a little juiced up. Like and we know we know we like to joke with Gary about how he, uh, he's like you know he seems like he likes to sit on the couch a lot more. And, Maybe, maybe nosh on the uh, on the potato chips a little bit, but <laughs> he's going in like his his catching season is cut in half, well in half. Yeah, this could benefit him. But then again, like it's like we said, the pitchers the pitchers might have more pop, more consistent pop. So like they might be facing like a sharp, you know, let's say uh, a sharp Verlander. I mean, Verlander's kind of a, like Verlander's like I don't even know if he's human because he shows up in the postseason. Just absolutely bows people down. Like now you're getting a Verlander that's literally like you know, doesn't ready. need doesn't need that midseason break. Fuck them all the time, dude. Fuck the Astros getting away with this shit. Like, yeah. that's that's a, that was another thing. Obviously, they said like you know the whole uh, coronavirus delayed season. Is this what the Astros needed to kind of fly under their radar? Yeah. Uh, you know it's that's just unfortunate. Like, I, you know, me, like, as a fan, as a diehard Yankees fan, you know me, I, you know, I grew up in the in the, in the mid-90s. Yeah, that's when I first started watching the Yankees, six years old. But, like, you know, it took me a little while to be like, damn, like, that 2017 season, you and I went on our, uh, yeah, you and I went on our, our playoff run. Like, uh, yeah, I was, a little, I was a little, uh, cheesed, you know? It took me a little while to be like, you know, to really step back and look at it, like, you know, you can't say we would have won, but I mean, come on. Like, and obviously, you know, CC, Garrett, CC was was like our uh, obviously game five Cleveland guy. Yeah, dude, that was making the earth rumble. Yeah, fell in the dirt. That was but, that was such a fun year. That was. I I wish we that was I felt like that was supposed to be our year. Like we want, so we went to that wild like card game, dude. Yeah. And we so showed up late. Wild card game. Let's see. I was at work. Yeah. Eleven in the morning. I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at tickets. Looking at tickets. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, got to do it. This ticket, like the tickets are like next to nothing. Cleveland's only six hours away, right? I call Bert. I call up Bert. He thinks I'm kidding. It's <laughs> like I'm like, dude, I'm not kidding. I'll pick you up. One thirty. We're out. We show up to Cleveland. The bad, the highlight, the highlight of the Cleveland trip was him and I show up. We're walking around. We're trying to get food. Obviously, Bert. Bert's a food guy. You gotta keep the, you gotta keep the beast fed. Otherwise, you guys won't keep getting this pure gold in the podcast coming out. Um, and so, anyways, we got our Yankees gear on, and we're walking through concessions. And this like grandma, literally, she had to be like you know, she was definitely 70, 80 years old, somewhere in there. That was and in Cleveland, just, right? That was in Cleveland. Okay, she showed up, and she just goes, "You boys came an awful long way for a loss." Yeah, and we just laughed, and I was like, "I love it. I love." I was like, "And like that's actually that's like my favorite ballpark I've ever been to." Yeah, I haven't been to all of them, but it was a beautiful park, and like that made me be like, "Yeah, I like Cleveland fans." Like, there's some fans that are just like kind of jerks, but like she was like, you know, she's that shows like there's some good uh, camaraderie. There's some good loyalty 
for you know this this uh, older elderly woman oh, who was like, chirping at us. She was it was great. <laughs> she was absolutely oh, she was absolutely throwing smoke. Yeah, but yeah, that game couldn't have been uh, obviously to this you know to this day best best Yankees game I've ever been to. It was yeah. a good battle. Um, you know, it kept it interesting. Our, you know, obviously our our guy DD. You know, RIP to you know him in the Yankees uniform. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one thing I've been, I was going to text you about the other day because I'm watching I'm watching Didi, um, like put on an absolute show at the Philly summer camp. Oh yeah. Like, and you know, is that like what? What are your thoughts on that? Like, I think it needed to happen. You think it needed to happen? Well, we have. There's not a spot for him. We've got like, I don't know, you know, Torres is the real deal, I think. And uh, no doubt, Lemayu we gotta hang on to, obviously. Um, Ur- I just Urshela's gonna be manning down third, I'm assuming. Right. Um, and then what's what's the deal with first base? I guess we're doing Voight and Ford, maybe. I mean, damn, like I don't know. It's now, really that, I, have now that I think about it, like could we have gotten away with? You know, I love the thought of like Lemayu at first. Yeah, he could well. we have kept Didi middle infield, but then like who? Torres second. Glaber <laughs> him and Glaber up the middle, like. Yeah. But then it's like you said, like how do we keep like Void? Like Void was quiet last year. Yeah. After that but second half, DL a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, he was tearing it up until that like second half when he got a pulled a hamstring or something like that. He, he got hurt during that London series, and he was never the same. Yeah. Too many damn runs. We scored too many runs. We didn't need all the runs. Yeah. Both sides. London was a, London was falling. London Bridge is falling down. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You, that was. I mean, you know, I'm still I'm still kind of on the fence about the whole DD thing. Like I feel like I get because you know he's close by Philly. Philly ain't far. He's under Girardi now. He's under Girardi, who yeah. he's going to play for. He already has played for him. And then you know he's got a, he's got you know you know Bryce Harper just absolutely sending nukes out. Yeah, over there. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that Philly squad is, is no joke. Luckily, they're on the other side, so we wouldn't see them until the uh, World yeah. Series. Like, so our, well, our schedule this year, so what it is, it's the AL East and the NL East. So we do face them a couple times. Okay, so yeah, they are going to be. That's going to be fun. They're, yeah, so I think that schedule is going to work for us. I feel like that's not the strongest schedule. Um, so obviously, the American League East, so we've got like the. Orioles, who I think are pretty easy to beat. Um, the Blue Jays and the Rays are kind of on the up. Let me stop you. Yeah. Stop you. Orioles. Okay. Think what? of like think of AL East and who probably take. I don't. I, I may be completely wrong, but this is just came at, on a hunch. I feel like the Orioles are hot to start well, the season. Yeah. Every year. Sixty games. You know. Is this what the Orioles need? Sixty games. Like, what are they going to start doing? Like. Never know, but obviously, you know. But I mean, you you would hate to see like, oh, let's go the participation trophy route and be like, let's shorten the season so more teams who normally start the year off great and then fizzle have a chance to like it. No, sorry. I feel like Manfred's gonna fall in love with this shortened season thing and keep doing it. So I don't know much about Manfred. I don't know much about his his style. He likes change. That's the fuzzy. Yeah, and that's what you get scared of. Like, yeah, change. But like, how do you make change? Change is good, but not in a sense of it more in a sense of improvement. Yeah. How are you continually, continuously improving? Not yeah. you know just changing for the sake of changing. Yeah, it's the, I feel like he's doing that. Like he makes I don't know. I don't know. Like I think about automobiles. Like automobiles change all the time. They get better. They get better. But like they don't just change. Change. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden the steering wheels on the roof and, yeah. and seats are upside down in a car. Like. That's what it feels like with some of these rules they try and push out. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. Um, what was I gonna say? So I'm. I mean, there's a lot of people saying like the legitimacy of the season is gonna be kind of. It's gonna be like an asterisk next to whoever wins. I'm thinking like it's all dependent on how the postseason bracket shapes up. If it's the normal teams that make the postseason, I guess it's more legitimate. Than it would be if it was you know, a team like the Orioles in it, shit like that. So I guess it all depends on who the Yankees, if they make it, have to face in the postseason. 
Here's what I think. Here's what I hope. And like the asterisk, yes, totally. Like yeah. it's a different beast going 162. Yeah. And then going into October. Whole different beast. Like you are banged up. I mean, we used to play. I, I used to be banged up for playing once a weekend. And you and I played for the Pirates. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I was catching two, you know, I was catching back to back doubleheader games. It was kind of, you know, <laughs> there, ice on the eyebrow. Oh, fuck. Um, but no, like, I think, uh, I almost hope, like, obviously, I hope the Yankees win every year. Obviously, you know, you, that's what you want. Yeah. But I, I, I hope for a little bit of change up in, in postseason teams because, like, who knows what that does for teams mentally? Who knows what that does for, like, who knows what that does for guys' loyalty to a club? Like, maybe it brings back a little bit less of the, okay, let's get a fat contract, a little more of, like, this is his game I used to, like, play yeah. when I hit the ball off a tee and, like, I would run to first base and my hat would fall off and, like, you know, your pa- pants would fall down because you're, like, a little kid, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You're picking dandelions in the outfield. Like now, it's like everybody's money hungry about it. Like it took so long for the like baseball could have happened already, yeah. but what took so long was the players being being selfish. Yeah, a little bit, thing. a little bit. Both, both Everybody's sides. a little selfish. Both I don't mean to just put it on the players, but like maybe it does something where guys aren't always constantly going and search for new teams and new contracts. Maybe it's like it brings a little bit of the brotherhood back within each team. And like, yeah, what? Let's say, uh, hey, let's you know, let's let's say the Pirates win the freaking World Series this year. Like, what the hell, the Pirates? Who are you kidding me? <laughs> and like, then all of a sudden the Pirates come back strong this year, and like they they show out for one sixty two. Yeah, I feel like this could motivate a lot of those sub, you know, those little uh, mid market, low market teams to kind of want to win again. And, players more motivated maybe um so it's gonna be interesting yeah um now people are saying if baseball pans out how do you feel about like different sport football coming back and returning do you think that's gonna happen so college might not be a thing college might not might be done um, so here's the thing with college obviously like it's very similar to like high school obviously like with my hands coaching my my high school football coaching experience like if it's affiliated with the school, the less of a chance is going to happen. Like right now, club sports are happening. Like yeah. club lacrosse games are happening. Club baseball is happening. Um, so, but that's not affiliated with the school. So there's no. If everybody's on board, coaching staffs, teams, players, obviously you can play because you're allowed to go have these you know organized gatherings now outside or and blah blah blah. But I don't know. There's more college teams. Seem to be going around and canceling a season, delaying a season. I know certain schools like October. Right now, high school sports for the fall. It's like for football. It's you know you can kind of you can have organized practices outside where there's no contact. It's all conditioning based. No equipment can be shared. Um, so, and then I believe once school starts, that's when actual practice can take place. Um, and then from there, it's October. Around October, third week of September, somewhere in there, we we start playing games. Obviously, it's a domino effect. School's got to open. School doesn't open, it only pushes it further. You know, and it gets to a point where it's like, okay, well, November rolls around. School isn't fully open normally. You know, usually playoffs are starting somewhere around November. And it's like, you know, how much can you push? Can you push the winter sports into the spring? You take fall sports and put them in the spring already. That way it just takes the guesswork out of it. I know they're thinking that with some collegiate sports. So it's... It's unfortunate. Like, obviously, we're big sports guys. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the world that go, like, oh, sports aren't everything. And you're right, they're not. But, like, when it comes to sports at the high school and collegiate level, like, sports provide an avenue. Yeah. Um, you know, just as much as academics can provide an avenue, just as much as band and orchestra can provide an avenue. Like, if you have that specialty and you have that gift, and it can take you to a university that you, or, you, that you might not be able to achieve, you know, without – that sport or without that, you know, orchestra or band scholarship, like the extracurriculars are important. Like they help, they kind of like, it's a good, uh, it's a good balance between the school work and then whatever extracurricular you're in, like of learning. it teaches you how to manage time, it teaches you how to budget time, it teaches you like, okay, where to invest in, in your studies more and that yeah. kind of thing. So it's like, you know, distractions I think are okay. Distractions teach people, know how to you know focus on one thing 
with a couple of the things maybe in the back of their mind that you know you got to get done. I mean, right now, doesn't look good for collegiate high school sports. NFL, I mean, NFL is a different game. Like, yeah. right, NFL right now is is hopefully going to be able to learn from basketball and baseball. The thing with like, if you look at these sports, like baseball is more socially distant. Basketball is, is not a contact sport, but it happens. There's sweat flying everywhere. It's yeah. close. It's close quarters. You know, football is the same, but there's obviously contact every play. Yeah. So, like, I saw something that Oakley put out about some kind of face shield. I mean, I, that's I mean, that's interesting. That's interesting to me. But huh. then, like, okay, you have to test it. Like, in your, or, or is basically, or let's play a game and test it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a scary thought just because, obviously, we – we enjoy sports. I know. We enjoy sports for just more than the fact of winning and losing. Like it's, uh, you know, it's obviously you and I have a good bond over it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the same with everybody in our in our family and friends. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you find out somebody, you know, thinks a certain way about a sports event or team or play or, or scenario, and then you're like, oh, you get to talking, and then you find out like you're more alike on other levels outside of sports too. I mean, yeah. it's anything. Anything to cultivate a relationship, but I need sports back. Need it. Shit on Anthony for the Vikings. Oh, don't even get me started on the Vikings. <laughs> I mean, hey, I like the Vikings. Uh, I went to school yeah. with a kid. I went to school with Kirk Cousins. Him and I. Yeah. We used to cl- we used to have biomechanics Boy. class together. <laughs> he won't tell you this, but you know, if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have passed. Just kidding, <laughs> Kirk, if you're listening. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. Okay. But he's listening to my shitty podcast. All right. So. All right, every season, like we do our predictions, we still haven't done them. I don't think. For, for, I say we do them. I say we do them now. I don't want to. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we don't jinx anything. All right, but, let's um, put it down here. Yeah, let's put it down here. Record so, it. you want me to shoot you with one first, or you want to shoot me? Yeah, give me, give me. I'll, I'll build up. All here. right, Garrett Cole. He's got to be Cy Young. American League Cy Young. Yeah. Um, yes or no? I know that's a heavy one. But yes. Yes. Good, I like where your head's at. All right. Um, let me see. Let me think of. All right. How about uh, uh what's his name? Fucking okay, DJ Lemayu. Uh, hitting three hundred this year, over three hundred or under. As long as he comes back from coronavirus, he's over. Yeah. Okay. That's what I. He's a lock. That dude is a lock. Yeah, he's a lock. All right. You got. All right. You took. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to DJ round, but that's like an easy. Everybody's all. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, all right, I'll give you another guy who's under the uh, under the bug right now. All right, Chappie. Yeah, Aroldis Chappie. Let's see. What's a what's like a good number? Saints. Ah, sixty-six. That would be like a over under forty saves. Forty should be fucking tough in sixty <laughs> games. All right, all right, all right. Oh, that's I'll that, like so. I'll chop it down. Yeah, you got to chop it down. Yeah. Over under thirty. Okay, thirty saves. saves. That's a lot, but I would say, I would say he's going to end up with like twenty-five. So I would say under. Okay. Um, yeah, I might have, I might have shot myself in the foot with that one. Yeah, because like thirty to forty is a ton for. You know, hey, I'm not like an analytics stats guy. No, I, I know. Out, I go out there and, and play. Fuck the game. stats. All right. How about uh? Six hundred. Aaron Judge, That's games good. played fifty. Fifty games. Yeah, out of the sixty. Out of the six, so I don't get the. Factor and put any postseason. Can he? No, just regular. Can, is Aaron Judge playing at least fifty regular season games? Mm. That's tough. I'm gonna say you might hate me for this. I'm gonna say no. Okay. Because yeah. I'm scared of what the hell is to come with the virus too. That's that too. Battle might, that might be what eliminates it. I'm gonna say oh, no. Fuck. Okay. I shouldn't say that, but. All right, here we go. Tanaka over under five complete games. Uh, I'm gonna say he gets like under that. Under five. He's gonna save it for the postseason. Hell, I hope. I don't know about I complete games, over, but I hope he goes over. Absolutely. That's, that's so many. Yeah. Rushes people. He's gonna have that tomorrow. All right, who you got? Um. Damn, that was a good one. That was a, that was a lot. All right. Uh, how about uh, what's his name? Uh, Gio Urshela. Woo! Um, what a fella. Yeah. Is that what Sterling says? Yeah. 
over under for his how many errors? That five or five errors or less? Oh, less. Okay. Geo. Geo less than five errors. Man, you're yeah. being tough on Geo, but no he flashes. He's great he flashes though. All right. Uh, okay. New York Yankees. Yeah, let's get to that. World Series. Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> I took the easy one. Fuck. It always gets there. Um. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now, Bert, that's, what I gotta come through with my bet. I mean, what, Bert? What happens if the promise. Yankees win the World Series? No, I got. Yeah, I, I said it before. I'll come through with my promise. I will promise. I'll black out. Well, you know, Bert, we don't gotta do that. <laughs> but we're gonna enjoy a cold one. Maybe, uh, maybe my a first. few. My first. Enjoy a few. Enjoy a few cold ones together. Pinstripe, Pilsner, whatever the heck it is. Twenty-five years old. I'll have my first if they win the World Series. All right, it hit, counts. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Let's go. All right. Um, oh, so I'm trying to think of a good one. A generic one. Um, are the Red Sox making the playoffs this year? They just lost Mookie Betts. Price is gone. Sale is not going to. I think he's on the DL all year because of the surgery. Yeah, but they're the damn Red Sox. Yeah. They missed it last year. Yeah, they're making it. Okay. So. Um, hang on. I guess that means, yeah. They're making it. Okay. Wild card. Oh. Yeah, wild card. All right. Um, oh, I had one. It was in my the CTE got me. Shoot. Um, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? What was I gonna say? You're gonna love this one. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our boy Boom. Our boy Boom. Oh gosh. Injections. Yes. Predicted it. Injections. Um. I, I, you know, we done a lot of over unders, so. Uh, how get straight up? Let's go straight up. How many times is Boone getting getting run this year? Okay. Um, Remember, I think his salary's cut down, so then he won't be able to pay his fines as much. Huh. Maybe he'll be a little more. I'm gonna say just two. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. Two sauces. Very calm. Yeah. Now, all right. We got any more? Do we, we overdo it? I mean, we got somebody. Oh, we got to do. All right. You go. Um, I got one. We'll do one more each. Yeah, one each. Okay. Hit a, we've hit pitching categories. We've hit fielding categories. All right. So the the Yankees. Let's see. They have their schedule. It's okay. So they play the Mets four times this year. Um, do you think they take that series, split it, I or lose it? I think, yeah. I, I I'm going. I'm going. Take a knife and twist. Okay. Like foot on the jugular of the Mets. I. Everybody's, everybody's, everybody's all, all high on the match. Yeah, like, I know. Like, I know. who knows? I mean, maybe prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. That'd be great because then it'll be like you know it'll bring a nice, a nice hot rivalry back. Yeah. But you know, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not. Right. Uh, Take the match then. I'm not impressed. Sweep. Hopefully we sweep. Um. All right. Let's see. Last one. Did we, say, did we talk about Gary? No. I was what are you talking about Gary before? Oh. Um. Hmm. Let me think. No, let me pull. We, we did a Gary. We've done a Gary. We've done a Gary prediction for a few. Let's pick somebody new. Um. Oh, well, here's the go. I gotta. And this will this will segue into something else that I want to add in mind. BG. <laughs> BG. Brett Gardner. Okay. Over under twenty. Dingers. Um. Not in sixty games in his last year. So I'm gonna say under. I'm going over. Fuck, I'm no. going over. Oh, I'm man. Over. He's my boy. Which, yeah. next question. Who's he? There isn't an official one, but who's your Yankee captain? See, I've always had... I've had. I've got three people, um, like, back and forth between. Um, I know everybody wants Judge, but I've also... I think Ooh, Torres is a good idea, and the Mayu would be the perfect guy if he was a little younger and here for a little longer. So, I, I'm, like, I have no clue right now. I just think we've got to wait. It's, it's Gardner. Gardner, he's always been the unofficial guy ever since Jeter left. That's why I honestly thought that's why I yeah. thought we were going to segue into it. Yeah, Gardner's been the unofficial captain unofficial guy, since Jeter left. That's a good I, idea. I, I have a tough. It's yeah. tough to, to pick labor. But like when he retires, who's going to be the leader? Torrey, I know, and I get I that know. makes sense. But like, you know, I always think of LeMayu. a guy like you got to lock up Lemayu for long term. Then I would do it. I don't see him as the captain. He's quiet. Yeah. But you never know. He may, he may, we don't even know how. We don't really know. We only know these guys when they're on the field playing a game. So I'm saying J 
Judge, everybody wants him, but he's got to play a little more games. He's always hurt. He's got to stay on the field to be a captain. But he's got the persona. Um, yeah, it's always been a controversial thing it's since Jeter left. To, here's the thing. Like, you can't just say, like, oh, because he's the best player, he's the captain. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was the case with Derek Jeter. Right. But it's also, like, okay, who's the guy that echoes whatever the manager says? Yeah. That's, that's and keeps it. everybody bought in. Right. The whole time, that's what a captain is. Captain doesn't mean you're you're winning the like CC was basically CC was the captain was pretty much. Yeah, he was and then, you know he's not guy. even an everyday player; he's a pitcher. Yeah. But what's nice about him is like he's on the bench more than he's out in the field. So like yeah. he's in there keeping guys going. And you know I don't know if they can understand him with the huge amount of mm-hmm. tobacco he was throwing. <laughs> you can see him on the side, but like yeah, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss Big Cease. Yeah, it's, it's he's, looking, weird. he's looking lean right now. You see, see, see. Yeah, he was at the camp. He's absolutely shredded. Yeah, shredded. Why couldn't he? Did I guess that belly helped with it? Help with huh. that nasty slider he had. I know. But all right. Well, what's today's date? Wednesday. Today's date. Come on. No, it's not Wednesday. It's fr- Thursday, Thursday, July sixteenth. Thick Thursday, the sixteenth. <laughs> July 16th, uh, episode 141 of the podcast, up B4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. This is your host, Rob Carbone, and Matt, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. And, um, I'm signing out. Ciao. All right, so that was, uh, that was our episode tonight in episode 141 with Matt Carbone. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and again... Um, gonna keep repeating myself, but Hey, um, I do apologize for the very poor sound quality being that again, we were on the highway driving on I-78. Um, so, you know, I didn't have my equipment and it was a different scenario. Obviously also couldn't do a video cast. Um, so I do apologize for a few of those mishaps, I guess, but hopefully it was good enough to where you could understand it. And, um, also, I if you've noticed in the first part of tonight's episode, I've also I had the air conditioning on in the background. It is fucking hot here in Jersey, but so it wasn't the greatest um, episode. One forty one, I guess, wasn't the greatest episode in terms of our sound quality here. But I promise you, it won't be this erratic next time out. Uh, we'll be back to our norm um, here, recording in the studio. Um, and hopefully it's not too hot to where I can record without any background noise, um, either from the air conditioning. Um, so thank you guys for stopping by though. Again, I do appreciate it. And, um, just in case you didn't, um, tune into the entire first part of tonight's episode, let's just go over one more time. Um, our NYY NYK question of the day. Okay, so really quick, just to review, because we already talked about this um, earlier in the show, but really quick, last time out in episode 140, we said last season, the Yankees set the record for the most consecutive games with the home run. How many games was that, and how many total home runs were hit over that span? Um, The answer to that question is that lasted for 31 games, and they hit 57 home runs um, over that span. So 31 games, 57 homers. Um, tonight's question, tonight's NYY NYK question of the day is, uh, two Yankees, two, two Yankees led the team in getting hit by a pitch last season with nine apiece who were both of them. So two Yankees led the Yankees, uh, two Yankees led the team in getting hit by a pitch last season. Who were they? They each had nine apiece. So just let me know the answer. Message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or comment on the post once I publish the podcast. So guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Episode 141, Yanks Hype with Matt C. Hope you guys enjoyed it. That's going to do it for us. Uh, That's going to be it. So I hope you guys, uh, again, download it, like it, share it, subscribe to the podcast on all the many platforms we have, and Support us, guys. So thank you so much for stopping by and hope everybody has a nice night. And let's go fucking Yankees, man. I'm so excited to get this season underway. So, all right, I'm going to end this one. And, uh, oh, oh, really quick. I'm sorry. I almost forgot. Um, so just to, uh, in case you don't know, 
with the Yankees coming back now, it's going to be a different season, obviously 60 games, everything's going to be different and unorthodox, but the podcast and blog schedule will remain as, as usual. So that is that I will write up a recap after every single Yankees game. I will write up, uh, you know, my own opinion on the blog about the game and my, excuse me, and my take on everything. So I'll still have my nightly recaps, literally nightly. And um, as for the podcast, it will remain the same as well. I will have one episode per series. So after at the end of every series, I will release a podcast episode where I discuss that series. So the next, probably the next podcast episode will be at the end of the opening series where the Yankees head to DC to play the Nets. So um, the first blog will obviously be after opening day on July 23rd that night. So yes, that's just a little update in case you didn't know that. Um, but um, also I want to tell you guys, if you haven't listened to, I don't know what, what kind of podcasts you guys like to listen to, but I'm going to refer you to a very good podcast, a very good friend of the show. Um, his name is Greg. He hosts a podcast called Yankee Crazy Podcast. Um, amazing podcast. I listen to it all the time. I never miss an episode and I'm always sure I'm always sure to 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 subscribe. I'm sorry to uh, to tune into his to his episodes. And if you haven't subscribed though uh, to Yankee Crazy Podcast, be sure to do that right now. Um, he's great. He's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. Just go search his name up, and um, he's great. And I actually have a segment at the end of his shows. Now I, I am starting to. Um, we just started doing a little segment at the end of his show where. You know, I'll have a little three-minute, five-minute rant uh, where I talk about some things I don't like <laughs> in terms of the direction that baseball is headed in. And we call it Rob's Irrationally Angry Rants. So I am now officially a part of Yankee Crazy Podcast <laughs> with a little segment at the end of each show going forward. So we've only done one of those Irrationally Angry Rants so far. But going forward, uh, we both hope that we can continue to do this Uh and um, it'll be fun. So go tune into Yankee Crazy Podcast. Greg is a a big, 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 uh, big time podcaster. He's had plenty of you know big names on the show: Brian Hoke, Jack Curry from Yes Network, Nancy Newman. He's had um, a couple, somebody else too. I forget. Uh, but he's very good, man. He does an amazing job. So go subscribe, please subscribe to Yankee Crazy Podcast. And uh, that's going to be it, guys. I promise you, that's it. No more rambling for me tonight. And uh, that's it for episode 141. So thank you so much. And um, we'll see you at the end of the Nationals series in the podcast. All right. I'll see you next time, guys. Ciao.